Hi, I'm Dorothy Burton, your host for Governing God's Way, connecting the timeless principles of Scripture to the timely issues of our day for those who serve, lead, and govern. King Solomon, the wisest leader to have ever lived, left us with this truth. There is nothing new under the sun, and what has been will be. What was true for him and those who served, led, and governed in his day is just as true for those who serve, lead, and govern today. Timeless principles to help in times like these. Hi, this is Dorothy. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about and tackling a very difficult and thorny issue. The title of it is Righteousness, Justice, and Equity. Why politics and protesting alone can never bring about lasting change. If you go to our website, christiansandpublicservice.org, and click on About, then Mission, you will see that our goal as a unique premier, biblically-based, public servant leadership training and development organization is one thing, one thing. We do one thing, and that is connecting timeless kingdom principles, not religious principles or political principles, but kingdom principles to real-time issues and problems of our day to inspire and teach public servants faith uh, to serve and lead and govern God's way and what that looks like. As a former longtime city council person myself, and one who devoted my whole life to politics and government service before God led me to Dallas Theological Seminary, where I studied and graduated with a master's in Christian leadership, I remember many, many days in class after class at seminary, wishing I had known as an elected leader the things I was learning in depth about God and his principles and studying the writings and works on my own of so many great minds on leadership and kingdom living, I would have been a very different kind of public servant leader. Dallas Seminary has a great reputation, and it is widely known that if one wants to really learn the Bible and how to study the Bible, Dallas Theological Seminary, bar none, is among the best. I've been blessed to be a member here in Dallas, Texas, of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship for well over 30 years under the leadership of well-known and beloved pastor, Dr. Tony Evans. As blessed as I was and still am to be associated with the seminary and my church, it was seeking God and seeking God on my own, reading so many different works, spending time, reading his word, asking him so many dumb questions. God, what do you mean by this? Or God, what was that about? I have a number of of commentaries and versions of the Bible. and, And what I have learned in all of my seeking and understanding is this. Religion is man-made, not God-made. The Bible is not a religious book, but an instructional book about a king and his kingdom And that once we come to faith in Jesus Christ, that we are made citizens of this kingdom. And as citizens of this kingdom, we have to understand how to live, grow, serve, and be successful as kingdom citizens with temporary citizenship here on earth. As Christ followers, if we don't get the very basic understanding 
that our permanent citizenship is in heaven, yet we are citizens of earth as, get this, sons and daughters of the king acting as his ambassadors here, we will miss, miss the entirety and meaning of life. It took me 50 years to get this and my whole view of life and how I view myself and others changed. So many who call themselves Christians, who believe in the Bible, I'm church-going people who love God, are miserable and seeking and are empty, and they don't know why. It's like living in America. America has a constitution that governs its citizens. The kingdom of God has a constitution that governs its citizens, i.e. the Bible. Yet many of us come about it the wrong way. And what I hope to do, what our goal is as an organization for those who partner with us and join as SIPS Network members, elected and appointed officials, is to make serving and leading and governing what it is supposed to be. Intriguing, exciting, and rewarding because we have a better understanding of the King's Constitution along with the U.S. Constitution under which we all live, sometimes between that tension. And that's a big reason why this organization was formed. So many people are unaware of this. I'm talking about, quote unquote, those who call themselves Christians who are really citizens of the kingdom, but but that's another podcast in depth for another day. But I say all of this to say, my teaching and the teaching of Christians in public service is based on the principles for serving, leading, governing, and living according to the constitution of the kingdom, i.e. the Bible. The Bible is the constitution of heaven. God breathed through the mind and hands of men. So what I teach What we teach is for sure not in line with a denomination and certainly not in line with any political train of thought at all. I feel that's important to say as we have now hit that magic uh, thousand point listener goal. And as we go further with this podcast, you have to know where I'm coming from. A kingdom perspective. Teaching and relating only kingdom principles because there is nothing else. God the King created the heavens and the earth. And we keep failing in our governing because man-made government is hostile to the king's government. Because there are two kingdoms at play. Clashing kingdoms. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of the God of this world, the adversary. My goal in this podcast is to stay on point with the principles of the kingdom as outlined by the king in his constitution, i.e. the Bible, leaving the political, racial, and religious bents to others. When people listen to this podcast relating to serving, leading, and governing, what they will hear, what our network members hear, are strictly principles that work because they come from the one who created it all. It's like the manufacturer of Apple. If you are an Android person like me, the manual of an Apple phone won't help you at all. The key functions are different. 
The mind behind the creation is different. So it is with this podcast. God, the king, is the manufacturer. The Bible is the manual, and we go by its specs. So with that, let's get to the main point, because it is, a in this world, a political point, but really it is a kingdom principle. How we keep missing the mark when it comes to justice, righteousness, and equity, and how to get this thing right. Dr. Martin Luther King, though the great civil rights leader that he was, was first and foremost a Baptist preacher. How did Dr. King, through so much criticism from those who did not agree with his nonviolent tactics, how was he so able to get so much done, get landmark legislation passed, even though he held no political office? How did he bend the arc of justice? How was he successful when politicians weren't? He did it God's way. God's way. Sure, he led marches, protests, and boycotts, just like many are today. Why are we today not experiencing the same success? I would wager to say because we are depending on the same government that is biting our hand to hold our hand. It won't. Dr. King's speeches and actions, if you listen closely, are always in line and rooted in Scripture Dr. King understood what I hope this podcast helped people to better understand, that justice and righteousness and equity are all from God. And God will not share his glory with government and certainly not with people who leave him out of the equation. The answer to lasting justice, righteousness and equity, God tells us in the Constitution, the Bible, in Proverbs 2, 6 through 7. These are my main points today, but I encourage you to read Proverbs 2, beginning in verse 2, where the writer says, tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Proverbs 2, 6 through 7 says, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. And I ask you, please listen to my, if you haven't listened to it, listen to my March 11th podcast on integrity to learn even more the significance of this word to God and why it's so important to him. Proverbs 2, 6 and 7 goes on to say, he is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths, listen to this, guarding the paths of justice. And he preserves the way of his godly ones, Then, somebody say then, then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity and every good course. The Lord gives wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Here we learn this. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. He guards the paths of justice. He preserves the way of his godly ones. Then after wisdom knowledge and understanding after we receive the wisdom he has stored up for us that we must ask for James 1 5 tells us but if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach it will be given to him only after God gives us wisdom Proverbs says will we discern righteousness and justice and equity in every good course we have this thing backwards We got this thing backwards. We start with demanding justice and righteousness 
before making sure that, number one, we have sought knowledge and understanding from the mouth of God, i.e. his word, i.e. his constitution, i.e. the Bible. Making sure that we have asked him for the stored up wisdom he has for us. And then number three, before making sure that we are walking in integrity. And integrity is so important to God. Proverbs 2, 6 through 7 goes on to tell us, and please don't make this mistake as transactional Christianity because it's not meaning if I do this, then God will do that. It's not quid pro quo. But God is a God of order, and he never, ever acts out of order. For example, spring will never follow summer, nor will winter ever follow spring. God is a God of exact order. And since we are citizens of this kingdom, we must live according to the king's ways, principles, and laws. And he promises us, if we do the above, then the word says he, not a militia or an armed group of folks or a group of activists, he himself will guard the path of justice, meaning doors will open without demand, shouting, cursing, or threat. He will guard the paths of justice and preserve us as we go, or as the text says in 2.8. He will preserve the way of his godly ones. Please don't miss that word. He will preserve the way of his godly ones, not religious ones, not church-going ones, not patriot ones, not BLM ones, but it says he will preserve the way of his godly ones. What does godly mean? First, let me tell you what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean religious or pious, but rather the practice of conforming to the principles and word of God, wholly committed to the character, ways, and heart of God. In short, making our ear as Proverbs 2, 2 says, attentive to wisdom. To be wise is to live in godliness, reflecting the nature of the kingdom of God in the course of everyday life. The long and short of it, living, serving, and being successful in governing is not about religion or politics, but principles of the king and kingdom. Then, and here it is, in Proverbs 2, 9, says, Then, after we do all of the above, after seeking knowledge and understanding from the mouth of God, his word, his constitution, his Bible, after asking him for the stored up wisdom he has for us, and three, after we are walking in integrity, the Bible says, then, somebody say then, then we will discern righteousness and justice and equity and every good cause. Based upon wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, not political party, not a political agenda, not protesting, not rioting, and not by race or any other factor. This, my friend, is how we discover true justice and righteousness and equity and how and what to do because we will have God's mind on the matter. And there can't help but be reconciliation, clarity, and peace. Why? How? The text tells us in subsequent verses 9 through 11, then, then 
you will discern righteousness and justice and equity in every good course. And after you discern that, you will be able to speak directly to the issues at hand with clarity and supernatural insight that can only come from God. Righteousness and equity and justice is given from the very mind and mouth of God, who is the originator of all three. Why? How? Because verse 10 tells us, For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will guard you, and understanding will watch over you. This means you'll be sitting back with the answer. The path forward and even your worst enemies sitting across from you won't be able to touch you. Because verse 11 says discretion will guard you. You will know all the right things to say and what to demand and how to demand it just as Dr. King did. Verse 10, wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Like that old commercial like E.F. Hutton. When you talk, the whole room is going to listen because what you will have to say will be so profound. Wisdom. Wisdom. Somebody say, Wisdom. Wisdom ensures your security, our security, and protection. You won't have hoof and mouth disease. You won't offend anyone. You will speak with clarity. You won't misspeak. There will be no miscommunication. Discretion will guard you, and understanding will watch over you. God promises this. And the character and integrity of God says he cannot lie. In other words, God will have you covered. And those around you will wonder how in the world you got to be so doggone smart. No one is wiser than God. And if you follow these principles related to these issues, and and, and you should listen to this over and over again, especially if you're in this arena and share it with your staff. Before COVID, I got paid handsomely to teach you what what you're getting right here for free. You can be in a room after this. You can be in a room filled with PhDs, governors, mayors. I don't care if it's the president of the United States of America. They may be smart, but it's not about being smart, but being wise. Knowledge is merely information, but only wisdom, God's wisdom, can bring about transformation. And he laid it all out, what it would take to bring about true and lasting justice, righteousness, and equity. It's what Dr. King knew. And it's what you now know, too. And this, my friend, is governing God's way. Thank you for listening. Governing God's Way is the practical application of kingdom principles to inspire transformative change within ourselves and within our spheres of influence is how Jesus did it, is how we strive to do it, because good governance begins with self-governance, because God always begins from within. Grab a copy of my book from Amazon.com, Why We Fall, The Power of Self-Awareness, the book every leader and aspiring leader should read 
to help you avoid sabotaging your own success. To learn more about Sips Inc. and how you can support our work, please visit our website at cipsinc.org.